from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit that lives in you. Romans 8 and 11. Let us pray. Most gracious God, I come before you right now asking you, Lord, to take over, take charge. Let me use what you have given me to give to your people, Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I, I, uh, I put a title on this one for the for obvious reasons that you, you'll probably find as I read it. I call it Justified, Sanctified, Glorified. The terms of redemption. Justified, sanctified, glorified. The terms of redemption. In the previous chapter, in the, excuse me, in the previous verse, Romans 8 and 10, Paul has been discussing the power that death still has over the body. It says that the body is dead because of sin. Yet the spirit is alive because of righteousness. In this verse, he tells us how God has made provision for the power death has over our body. The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, he's talking about God here, is in us. If he raised Jesus from the dead, then he's also capable of doing that with us as well. He tells us that we have the very same spirit living in us which Christ has living in him. Therefore, God will do the same work in us that he did in Christ. When our physical death comes on this earth, just as Christ's physical death came, he will resurrect us just as he resurrected Christ. Paul tells us here that even though death has power over our physical bodies, it does not have power over our eternal life. Because we believe in Christ, and because the Spirit of God dwells within us, we will never have to fear eternal death. We will be resurrected into eternal life. We will be clothed in our heavenly clothes. The sting of death can't touch us. In, in this book of Romans, our salvation is spelled out in detail. It talks about the universal sinfulness of us all. It talks about our individual need for a Savior. It talks about the terms and conditions of redemption and what it means to be justified, sanctified, resurrected, and glorified. Paul talks about the person of Christ, his work, his sacrifice, and his victory. That's the part that I like the most. We understand that Jesus died for us, but it's something about the resurrection, the return from death. The, 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 the devil thought he had me, but it's a lie, mindset. Yes, the victory. The victory. You know what I mean? The victory. Thank God for the victory. But before we get to the victory part, Paul tells us the benefits we can gain 
for living a godly life in Jesus Christ. He talked about the place of law in our lives and how the law of the spirit of life in Christ, Jesus, has set us free from the law of sin and death. In this book, we learn of the amazing power of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the power it gives us to live a holy life. In this chapter 8, we learn that there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. And what the Lord was unable to do for sinners, he's been able to do for us through Christ's sacrificial death and his glorious resurrection. This doesn't mean we too are sinners, but having repented and tried to live for God, we rejoice to know that the mindset of walking in the Spirit and the truth is life and peace through the power of the Spirit that lives in us, and that by grace we have been made alive through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What I believe and understand Paul is trying to say is, we who were once dead in our sins and contrary to God have been made alive by faith in Jesus, by being closer to God, by Him adopting us, and as his children and by the indwelling of the Spirit. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, that same Holy Spirit will also give life to our mortal bodies through that Spirit that lives within each of us. Jesus was raised from the dead by the almighty power of God and will never ever die again. Those who have been positioned in him through faith will also be raised, both spiritually and physically, because the Holy Spirit is the one who gave us spirit life, spiritual life, when we were born again. And he is the same spirit who will give life to our mortal bodies at the resurrection of the dead, because he is indwelling our bodies and empowering our lives. Our bodies are just a tent in which that the house of immortal spirit and eternal soul and remain subject to death. But the truth is that we have opened Christ for the same spirit that raised him from the dead can also raise us up too. Our spirit, soul, and our body. We are a new creation in Christ. Such that his death becomes our death. And his resurrection becomes our resurrection. Because we are united with him eternally and have become one with him in spirit. I gave this presentation the title that I did because being redeemed as a number of elements that I, I grouped in three. The past, present, and future. The second grouping is spirit, soul, and body. And the third is the title. Justified, sanctified, glorified. So all of these have to do with salvation. There's positional salvation, practical salvation, and prospective salvation. They are all caused by grace through faith in Christ. I found that out after reading on uh, knowingjesus.com. I thought it was interesting because it, it fell right in place with what I was relating to in my presentation. And it read like this. First, it said, 
we were justified the moment we trusted Christ as our Savior. We were saved by grace through faith in Him. And at that moment of salvation, our human spirit was made alive and we were positioned in Christ. We are positionally justified with Him through time and into eternity. The second one is, we are being sanctified throughout this earthly life. We are going through a day-by-day process of practical sanctification where our soul life is being conformed into the image and likeness of Christ. We are positionally sanctified at salvation, but are also going through a lifelong process of practical salvation. And the third one is, we will be glorified at the resurrection, or the rapture, if you will. When the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead and who dwells in our mortal bodies will also give life to our bodies through his Holy Spirit. We were positionally glorified at salvation, but will be fully and finally glorified when we go to be with Jesus and receive an immortal body. Like unto his gloriousness, resurrected eternal body will be just like him. God's plan of salvation is amazing. The way he has made for his children to only be devised and orchestrated by him who was able to keep us from falling. Justified, sanctified, and glorified. I made a choice to live by these terms when I decided to follow Jesus a long time ago. I didn't know it then, but I know it now. The more I study, the more I listen to Pastor Adam, the more I read, and the more I live this life that I have today, I truly, truly believe that all of those listening have made that same choice. It's all about God. He's already made a way for us. I feel so much better knowing that when life is over, it's not over. But I live day by day, praying, fasting, hoping, living, that one day, justified, sanctified, and glorified, I'll get to see the king. I'd like to close with a little prayer. Father, I know that the same spirit inside me dwells inside of Christ, and that what you did for your son, you will also do for me too. I know that I have to face physical death on this earth, but that is just a momentary symptom, because you have ensured that I will be with you that I will live eternally by your side. I thank you for this promise, and I thank you for the reminder that I am eternally yours. Amen. Amen. Amen.